0: I was sitting and thinking, and if I'm right, I'm pretty sure 10 of the 11 American conference teams have been in the top 25 in the last five years. The only one not being there being Tulane, which is way better than most conferences can say. So yeah, this conference is basically a power five. Welcome back, everybody, to the Center of College Football. I'm your host, Jeffrey Calhoun, recording, as always, from the Center of College Football, Lincoln, Nebraska. And if you haven't figured it out today, I want to talk about the best conference in college football, not really, but whatever, the American Athletic Conference, a conference that is knocking on the door of power five status, and a conference that has had five of the seven, group of five, overall champions. So, you know, this conference is nothing to scoff at. So let's go ahead and jump right into week one. First off, we got a Thursday night game, Temple at Rutgers. Rutgers is definitely on the way up. Greg Shiano has fixed this program. He has a top 10 recruiting class in 2022. Temple, I think, won a game last year. And that was South Florida, who also won a game against the Citadel. This is not a good team. And give me Rutgers here by a lot. Boise State at UCF. This is one of the top Group of 5 games of the year and it's on Thursday night. It's going to probably be a primetime game being on Thursday night. Um and cuz these these are two of the most storied programs in the Group of 5's history. And looking at this, I got to roll with UCF here for a couple reasons. First, Boise State was Boise State was solid last year, but but they weren't the Boise State we know and love. They I think were... 5-2, 6-2, and, two, six and two, something like that, had two losses, and didn't plan a bowl game, and Brian Harson got hired by Auburn. UCF, on the other hand, they weren't great last year, I'm not going to lie, but they bring back arguably the best quarterback in the group of five, in Dylan Gabriel, they have an amazing receiving core, Gus Malzahn's coming in, plus they get a huge pickup on the D-line with Big Cat Bryant, who followed Gus Malzahn there. It's at the bounce house, which is, this is the first home game for UCF, and the first real home game since 2019 this is going to be a huge game for them and i think ucf gets a massive win here under malzahn east carolina at app state app state has one of the best running backs in the nation this is one of the most consistently amazing programs in the nation ecu i think is going to be way better than people expect this year you need to watch out for them because they're going to be fun but i think appalachian state is just all in all a better team um and I think especially in week one, especially at home, Appalachian State's going to get them here. UC Davis at Tulsa. Tulsa loses quite a bit. Uh, they have one of the worst recruiting classes in the, the country and the worst in the American. They're sitting around 109 in returning production, most notably losing Zayvon Collins to the Arizona Cardinals and a Caleb Evans, their star quarterback, or quarterback, cornerback transferring to mizzou um tulsa's not gonna be the team they were last year but they're not gonna be the team they were two years ago that went three and nine um i think they're gonna take a a pretty steep drop off i'm not gonna lie but it's uc davis um i don't think they're gonna lose to uc davis give me give me the golden hurricanes here then we got oklahoma at tulane i went over this in my big 12 episode this ain't gonna be fun oklahoma by a lot of points marshall at navy navy's got a great head coach um they're a solid program but they lose a lot they have a tough schedule marshall on the other hand is kind of they look like they're in shambles right now i think they're going to be better by than navy by the end of the year but i think navy gets a big upset here i talked about this in my conference usa episode being at home first game marshall's going to be kind of scrambling give me navy here Miami of Ohio at Cincinnati. Miami of Ohio didn't have a great sample size last year, but they were two and one. They were the only team to beat Ball State. That's huge. Uh, Cincinnati, on the other hand, went to the Peach Bowl. Uh, Some people sit and say, but they lost to Georgia. I sit here and say, okay, they only lost to Georgia by three. And this was full power Georgia. Georgia with JT Daniels, killing it. I know not a lot of people, not everyone, a lot of people are, not everyone's hyped up on JT Daniels. I'm fully hopping on that bandwagon, okay? This Georgia team in the Peach Bowl, while standings-wise was number four in the SEC, power-wise was arguably number two. You could make a strong case that if Peach Bowl Georgia played Orange Bowl, Texas A&M, Georgia would have won. And they were clearly better than Florida at that point. Um, But I digress. Miami's a great team. This is a, a great rivalry that I think not a lot of people watch, but... Cincinnati, I think, is is just going to be out for blood this year. They have a hard schedule. They, ha- they have a legitimate shot at the college football playoff. I don't think they're going to make it, even though I'm going to spoil it. I think they're going to go 13-0. But with enough shakeup, I think they could make it. And again, they're going to be out for blood this year. Then Abilene Christian at SMU. I'm going to delve more into SMU when they have an actual game. Okay, this is Abilene Christian. This is, yeah, we're going to move on. Nichols State at Memphis. Memphis, while they lose Brady White and um, Kenny Gainwell, they're still going to be the Memphis team they've been. Powerful offense, pretty close to the top in the American. Uh, I don't think this is going to be the Cotton Bowl team they had under Mike Norvell, but they're still going to be very good, so give me Memphis here by quite a bit. Texas Tech versus Houston. I think this is going to be a fun game. Um, I went back and forth on this game. This is going to be a very high-powered, high-flying game, I think. but in this first game back for Houston, especially not having as many games as they may have liked, uh, I think Texas Tech gets the win here. Moving on to week two, Florida at South Florida. First of all, I don't know why they're playing in Tampa. This just doesn't make any sense. I don't know what South Florida's doing, um, but yeah, South Florida has nothing. Um, They've become one of the worst teams in college football. Give me Florida by like a billion points. South Carolina at East Carolina. I'm not going to lie. I wish. I really do wish I knew more about East Carolina, but I watched that SMU game, and I, I saw a spark. Okay? ECU is one of two teams in the American Conference that is in top 50 in returning production, the other one being Cincinnati. And as far as recruiting goes, they're eighth. It's not great, but it's better than Navy Temple and, Tul- and Tulsa. I think they're going to beat South Carolina. Now, some of you may sit here and say, but Jeffrey, what about Kevin Harris? South Carolina has Kevin Harris. Okay, yes, you bring up some solid points, but I'd like to counterpoint. Literally, what else do they have? Honest question. Please answer it for me. South Carolina is sitting high and mighty at 124th in the nation in returning production. The only teams that beats are Temple, Northwestern, and BYU. And that doesn't even take into account Old Dominion, New Mexico State, and UConn. They are last in the SEC in recruiting. That is worse than Missouri. That is worse than Mississippi State. That is worse than Vanderbilt. They have no five stars this year, no four stars this year. Kevin Harris is the only thing they have. And even with two pretty solid quarterbacks at the helm last year, And Will Muschamp, who had been there for a little bit, they had two wins. One of them was against Vanderbilt. They somehow beat Auburn. I don't know how that happened still. They couldn't do anything. And again, they still had Kevin Harris at this point. They play the next week against Georgia, and it's at East Carolina. East Carolina is going to steamroll South Carolina. It's going to happen. Book it. Moving on, Tulsa at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is going to take a very steep drop off. I think this is going to be a very similar game last year. I think it's going to be the similar energy of Western Kentucky versus Louisville last year. Um, Louisville only won by 14 points. I think the final score was 35-21. Everyone was like, oh, wow, Louisville's this great team. Western Kentucky played them really close. That must mean that Western Kentucky's a really good team. Okay, well, Louisville turned out to be garbage, and Western Kentucky turned out to be Just as bad, if not worse. Same thing's going to happen. Tulsa's going to play Oklahoma State very, very close. Everyone's going to think, wow, Tulsa's a great team because they played this really good Oklahoma State team really, really close. But Oklahoma State's going to turn to be trash. And Tulsa's not going to be much better. That's my take. Murray State at Cincinnati. Murray State wasn't half bad last year, but Cincinnati's on another level. Give me Cincinnati here. Temple at Akron. Here's the thing. Akron's bad. Like I'm not gonna lie to you there, but they're they're showing more promise than Temple. I mean Temple, as I as I kind of just in my mini rant said, they are third to last in the nation in returning production. Well, Akron's sitting at 31. Akron's got them at home. They won a game last year, which is good for them. Um, Temple doesn't really have much, and so I think Akron pulls off a pretty decent upset here against Temple. Air Force at Navy. Air Force was a team that I really should have paid more attention to last year, and I wish I watched more. But, I mean, they were 3-3. Three and three. Um, They didn't play that many games. But, you know, it was they won the games they were supposed to. They blew Navy out of the water. They beat New Mexico. They beat Utah State. And the three losses they took were pretty respectable losses with San Jose State, Boise State, and Army. I mean, those three teams, I mean, had a combined six losses at the end of the year. And, I mean, San Jose State's loss only had one loss. One of Boise State's losses was to San Jose State. The other was to BYU. And Army losses to some pretty solid teams. And, you know, circling back, they beat Navy 40-7 to last year. And that was in Annapolis. They got to go out to Colorado this year. I think Air Force gets the—or, I'm sorry, no, they don't. Why does why Navy get them two years in a row at home? That's weird. I don't understand that. But that being said— I think Air Force is a little bit better here, and I think they beat Navy here. Houston at Rice. Uh, I talked about this in my Conference USA episode. I think Rice is still going to be figuring things out, and Dana Holgerson at this point is fighting for his job. Okay, He has not been the Houston coach we expected. He's got an easy schedule. I think if he can string together some good wins, he can save his job, so I think Houston wins a road game here. Bethune Cookman at UCF. I uh, guess Bethune Cookman, the favorite name of all of college football teams. They're not that good though because they are in the FCS and they're not like North Dakota state. They're Bethune cookman. It's fun to say. I'm going to say it a lot. UCF's going to win here by a lot of points. This is going to be brutal. Morgan state at Tulane. Tulane, I think is going to take a step up. They were, they showed signs of life last year, even though they we're, I think they were a 500 team. Um, but I see them being pretty solid. And again, it's Morgan state. So give me Tulane North Texas at SMU. I wish that Jared Dayton was still there. I, um, I really wish he was, because uh, then this would be a great game. But just I think SMU is going to steamroll. They have Reggie Robinson, Ulysses Bentley. They bring in and they bring in Tanner Mordecai and Grant Calcaterra out of Oklahoma. This is going to be a dangerous team, and I think there's only one team in the American that's going to stop them, and that's Cincinnati. So give me SMU by a lot. Memphis at Arkansas State. Um, this could be a fun game. Arkansas State gets um, Butch Jones, which okay, unpopular opinion. I I don't think he was as bad at Tennessee as everyone made him out to be. Like he wasn't great, like he, he wasn't, but like he wasn't this absolutely horrible coach. And I I could be completely missing something here, but his record at least was solid. He beat Georgia. He beat Florida. It was underwhelming, but it wasn't bad. And Arkansas State's a way easier place to coach. Um, that being said, Memphis. The way they've been coached the last few years, I think they are a little bit better than Arkansas State. This is going to be a great game. Uh, I think that everyone should tune in, but I think Memphis wins in the end. Moving on to week three, UCF at Louisville. Louisville is down on their luck. They have Malik Cunningham and nothing else. Um, UCF at this point is going to just be firing on all cylinders. I think Gus Malzahn is going to be great here. Mini rant time, he should not have gotten fired from Auburn. Like I'm sorry. As, As an Alabama fan, as a I love Alabama. They and Nebraska are my teams, and I will rep those teams till I die. They shouldn't have fired him. Malzon had the best record against Alabama. He beat them three times. I think his final record was three and four, three and five, which, yes, is a losing record. But everyone else had a losing record against him. I think the only other coach that has beaten Saban twice in his time at Bama was Hugh Freeze, I think, and he was paying players. Well, not him directly, but. Ole Miss was paying players. I, I'm trying to think if there was anyone else. It's off the top of my head. But he was 6-5 and five last year, and I'm, I'm just going to go through his losses real quick last year, okay? I know this is off topic. You had Alabama, who was the national champion. Georgia, who was the Peach bowl champion. You had Northwestern, who had two losses and was the Big Ten West champion. Texas A&M, who was the Orange Bowl champion. Three of those four teams were in and won New Year's Six Bowls. Northwestern had a case to be one. And then there was South Carolina, which was a horrible loss. But all I'm saying is Gus Malzahn's a good coach. And what's happening at Louisville is bad. And I think UCF's going to going to demolish them. This is not going to be fun. Boston College at Temple. Boston College is building up to be a great team. I talked about this take game a little bit, so I'm not going to dwell on it. But yeah, give me Boston College by a lot. Cincinnati at Indiana. I talked about this. Cincinnati's out for blood. Cincinnati's going to have one of the best defenses in the nation. And when Indiana has the ball, is going to be some great football because you have Cincinnati's defense against Indiana's offense, which is going to be an unstoppable force versus an unmovable, un- unmovable object. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be great. But Cincinnati is looking to make the playoff. And this is one of the two really, really big games. They got to win to do that. And they do it here. Give me Cincinnati over Indiana. SMU at Louisiana Tech. I talked about SMU a little bit already. Um, this, un- this offense is going to be unstoppable and potentially the best in the American, in my opinion. So yeah, give me, give me SMU by a lot of points here. Tulsa at Ohio State. I love you, Tulsa. I do, but it's Ohio State. I'm sorry. It's Ohio State. Mississippi State at Memphis, Mississippi State is not, I, I love Mike Leach, I really do, he's probably my favorite coach of all time, he's not been what he's been chalked up to be at this point, and it's at Memphis, if this was at Mississippi State, maybe it'd be closer, um, I don't know what ESPN is on putting Mississippi State as the top 25 team, you know this, I put them at 4-8, and, and Mississippi State's not going to be good, give me Memphis here, East Carolina at Marshall, kind of the same deal I talked about with Navy, Marshall may be a better team in the end, but I think, you know, it's week three. They're still trying to figure things out a little bit better, and ECU gets the best of that. It's an old rivalry game that was supposed to play last year, and it didn't happen, so give me ECU here. Florida A&M University versus University of South Florida. USF's bad, but again, I watched a, I watched a decent bit of FCS football this year, more than, more than I usually watch. Florida A&M wasn't much of a team. Um... I'd like them to be good because I love their mascot, I love their logo, um, but I—they're just—they're not the FCS program that you know something like North Dakota State, Jacksonville State is. So give me South Florida here. Grambling State at Houston, kind of same deal. I don't want to dwell on these FCS games too much. Give me Houston here. Tulane at Ole Miss. Ole Miss is going to have one of the most unstoppable offenses this year, and I'd love Tulane to win this game, but it's just not going to happen. Give me Ole Miss here. Week four, Wagner at Temple. I'm going to say the same things over and over again. So I'm just going to give Temple the win and move on because I know you guys don't want to hear me dwell on games like this. Charleston Southern at ECU, ECU moving on Arkansas state at Tulsa. This is a game I went back and forth on. Um, I don't think, how do I say this? Tulsa is going to take a big step back from where they were, but they're not going to completely collapse because this was a good Tulsa team last year. Um, This is again, this is a game I went very back and forth on, but Being at home, I gave Tulsa the nudge. SMU at TCU. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, But I think TCU is really going to step it up this year. Um, I hope they use Zachary Evans right. Being at home, huge game for TCU. Stands are going to be rocking. I got to roll with TCU here in just an absolute shootout. UAB at Tulane. I talked about this in the Conference USA episode. I think being at home, Tulane gets enough to pull off a huge upset against UAB here, UTSA at Memphis, UTSA is going to be one of the best group of five teams in the nation, I went over this, but the coaching at Memphis I think is a bit better, Dr- Jeff trailer's great, um, but I think Memphis is just a bit better run at the moment, and if this was week eight, week nine, I'd probably pick UTSA, but being at the beginning of the season, uh, I think there's going to be a couple flaws, and Memphis is going to expose that and give UTSA their only loss of the year, Navy at Houston. Navy, I've talked about them. They're not going to be great this year. Dana Holgerson's fighting for his job. It's at home for Houston, and I think Houston gets enough here to win. USF at BYU. BYU is not going to be the team they were last year by any means at all. I mean, they may not even have a winning record in my opinion, but they're better than South Florida, so give me BYU here. Houston at Tulsa. Friday night game, and this is where the cracks really start to show for Tulsa. Tulsa. Houston goes on the road, gets a pretty big road win here on a Friday night, and jumps to 4-1. Memphis at Temple. Um, I don't think Memphis has played Temple since they beat them in the Cotton Bowl season, and uh, Memphis is going to remember that. They're going to go on the road, and they're going to beat Temple within an inch of their life. It's not going to be pretty. Here's the big one, folks. Cincinnati, Notre Dame. On the road in South Bend. Cincinnati's got a bike before it. Cincinnati or I'm sorry Notre Dame loses a lot um they have Kyron Williams back on offense which is going to be huge but I think Cincinnati is going to completely stuff them um I said they got two big games they got to a win this is the second one and this this is huge for them um program changing win is probably the best way I could put it give me Cincinnati here UCF at Navy yes it's a bit of a distance um I love both of these two teams they're probably my two favorite teams in the American um And I wish this could be a great game. You know, if this was 2016, this would be one heck of a game. If this was 2019, this would be one heck of a game. But just Navy's not the team they used to be. Give me UCF here. Tulane at East Carolina. This is one of those games where these teams are going to be very similar. It's going to be very close. And the only reason I pick East Carolina is because home field advantage. South Florida at SMU. SMU took their first loss. They are angry. They take it out on the Bulls. It is not pretty. Rest in peace, South Florida fans. Moving on to week six, Houston at Tulane. Houston at this point has not played many great opponents. Um, Rice at this point does not look good. Um, Texas Tech they lost to, and is Texas Tech. Um, Tulane on the other hand is two and three, but they're a lot more battle tested. They've played Oklahoma, they've played UAB, they've beaten UAB, and. Tulane shows that despite the record, because Tulane's got a brutal schedule this year. I mean, it's bad. Um, but they show that they are more than their record, and they do what they did two years ago and shock Houston. Temple at Cincinnati. Cincinnati is hyped off, hyped up after their win against Notre Dame. If this was, I don't know, Tulane, Houston, East Carolina, maybe it'd be an upset alert, but it's Temple. Give me Cincinnati here. SMU at Navy. Navy, um broke SMU's heart a couple years ago. That's not gonna happen again. SMU is going to come out with a vengeance and rock navy. Memphis at Tulsa. Memphis is five and Tulsa Tulsa's two and three. I think this game could be close um for a little bit, but I think Memphis is gonna squeak it out in the end. ECU at UCF, Bounce House is gonna be going full force at this point. I think no, UCF is not have a bye week before. I thought they did for some reason. Um but UCF does to ECU kind of what Tulane does to Houston and shows that they're not really a 4 and one team. I think ECU, I think East Carolina is going to be good, but they're not, you know, that caliber. Week seven doesn't have a lot of games. Uh, first is Navy at Memphis. This was a really weird game last year. It got canceled and uncanceled like eight times. It was so annoying and I hated it. Um, but it's a Thursday night game. You know, could be a solid game. But being at home for Memphis... They're 6-0. They're bull eligible. They're going to be having fun at this point. Give me Memphis. Tulsa at South Florida. Tulsa's 2-4. They are upset. They have an easy opponent, and they beat UCF or USF pretty handedly. Then probably the biggest conference game of the year, UCF at Cincinnati. Potentially the biggest offense in the American versus undisputedly the best defense in the American. It's going to go back and forth, but in the end, the coaching of Luke Fickle, being at home, Cincinnati is going to win here in an all-time classic of this rivalry of 2-5-0 juggernauts. Moving on to Week 8, we have Tulane at SMU. This game's always surprisingly close, uh, and I think it's going to be the same way being a Thursday night game, but I think SMU gets close to an upset. It, it's close, but I think they end up just barely getting out of it. Memphis at UCF, Friday night game. Memphis beat UCF for the first time last year. UCF just took their first loss of the season. They are upset. They take it out on Memphis in a crazy shootout that UCF ends up winning. Cincinnati at Navy. Um, this could be close for a little I honestly think this may be close for a little bit. At this point, Cincinnati's 6-0, and and they have beaten, in the span of four weeks, Indiana, UCF, and Notre Dame. Navy could play them close for a while, but kind of like the Tulane SMU game, I think Cincinnati just barely sneaks out of it. Temple at USF. I don't want to watch this game. I don't want to be here for this. No one wants this. This is going to be sad to watch. Um, Temple's a little bit better than South Florida. That's about all I got to say. Give me Temple here. East Carolina at Houston, both four and two. Um, Houston, I feel like, a little bit more seasoned at this point. Um, and they have a bye week to prep, too. Granted, so does East Carolina. But, I mean, they've had very similar seasons up to this point, and I think being at home is going to give Houston a little bit of the edge. Moving on to Week 9, South Florida at East Carolina. Thursday night game. I'm just going to say this from go, kind of like I talked about with Ultimate Dominion in FIU last week or in la- the last episode. South Florida and Temple are going to be the punching bags of this conference. Give me East Carolina by a lot of points. Navy at Tulsa, Tulsa's getting into an easier stretch of their schedule, it's a Friday night game, they're at home, they're three and four, they wanna win. Navy is clawing to get the bowl eligibility, it's not gonna work, Tulsa's gonna win here. Cincinnati at Tulane, Tulane is three and four, and not gonna go the same for them. Um, Cincinnati is riding high, and is going to put a beat down on Tulane. SMU at Houston, great rivalry game, but I think Houston gets completely exposed in this game. Uh, they're five and two at this point and they get exposed as not really a five and two team. Uh, SMU destroys them and it's not going to be pretty. UCF at temple punching bag, UCF receiving core, Dylan Gabriel, Gus Malzahn, all of the trigger words for why UCF is going to win this game. It's going to be painful. Sorry, temple fans. Um, I'd stay stick. I'd say stick to the Philadelphia Eagles, but that's arguably worse. Week ten, Navy at Notre Dame. Um, Notre Dame, as I've talked about, is going to take a step back. But even when Navy was eleven and two, Notre Dame blew them out the water. It's in South Bend. Navy is one and seven at this point. It's it's over for them. Give me Notre Dame by a lot of points. Houston at South Florida. Dana Holgerson needs to get to a bowl game in order to keep his job at least. Houston wins this game. SMU at Memphis. They both have one loss. One is to TCU. One is to um, UCF. SMU's offense comes out in full swing this year. Um, Memphis knocked off an undefeated SMU two years ago. SMU knocked off Memphis last year. This is going to be an all-time classic game. And SMU really shows their way into the conference or in the uh, American Conference Championship. Tulane at UCF. Tulane's 3 and 5, UCF 7 and 1. This is going to be a way closer to the game than people expect. Not because UCF's bad, but again, Tulane has a horrible schedule. And if I were you, I'd take Tulane to cover but UCF to win. That's what I'm going to do. Tulsa at Cincinnati. This is not going to be the close game it was last year. Since nobody's going to be able to stop Cincinnati, nobody. Temple at East Carolina. East Carolina makes a bowl game. They make it up here, um, so shout out East Carolina. Proud of you. Moving on to week 11, Cincinnati at South Florida. This is, yeah, pain. Uh, I wish this was 2017, because South Florida was amazing. Cincinnati was pretty dang good too. Um, but yeah, Cincinnati's gonna, gonna rock them here. East Carolina at Memphis. ECU's at six and three, Memphis is at seven and two. Um, Memphis, at this point, I think, yeah, they've had a couple losses in a row. Um, they haven't at this point, I, if I'm reading this right, yeah, they haven't won a game since week seven, uh, cause they had lost by a week loss and they take it out in East Carolina and get to eight wins, which is pretty solid Houston at temple. You know, what looks better than six wins, seven wins, and that could be the key to keeping your job. Dan Holgerson, you beat temple here by a lot of points Tulsa at Tulane Tulane is three and six. The remaining schedule includes, let me see, Tulsa, um, USF, and Memphis. So bowl eligibility, is it, it's far out of reach, but it's it's possible. And they need to win this game, and they know that. So they knock off Tulsa and both go to four and six. UCF at SMU. I, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I want to watch this game so bad. I can't wait. Everything about this is going to be amazing. Oh my gosh. This is pretty much... The, the championship game before the championship game, because I'm pretty sure Cincinnati, UCF, and SMU all play each other this year. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm so excited. But I think the coaching of Sonny Dykes, um, the, the talent coming in from Oklahoma, being at home, SMU wins here against UCF and kind of knocks them out of the American championship. Moving on to week 12, Memphis at Houston. Yeah, Memphis wants to Memphis is going off at this point. Um they're out of the American Championship, but knowing this Memphis team, I think they keep going. And Houston has a real shot at an upset here. I think I think so, but, you know, Memphis shows that they're not going to die out and win here. East Carolina at Navy. Um Navy I feel has at this point given up completely, and East Carolina's still trucking. Um so give me ECU here. SMU at Cincinnati, SMU is coming off a huge win against UCF. Cincinnati is coming off a huge win against USF. That is a joke. Complete sarcasm. It's a horrible win. No one cares. But it's pretty much a playable bye week, which I think is going to play into it. They're both undefeated in conference play, but Cincinnati has them at home. Uh, I think that defense is going to be able to shut down um, that great offense of SMU and um, and, I mean, this is this is going to be the American championship probably. But, yeah, I think Cincinnati wins here, gets to 11 wins. UConn at UCF, the return of the rivalry that not even UCF cares about. And they care so little that they beat UConn within an inch of their life because taking a year off hurts your football team. Temple at Tulsa. Tulsa's 4-6. and six. They need two wins to get to bowl eligibility. They got Temple, and they have SMU. Not sure if you can beat SMU, but you can... Definitely beat Temple. Tulsa here. South Florida at Tulane. Kind of the same deal as Tulsa. Really trying to get to a bowl game. And they take it out on USF here as the punching bag they are. Moving on to week 13. South Florida at UCF. I really miss when this game was competitive. But I think... I'm trying to think. Yeah, no. They're completely knocked out of the American Championship at this point. But, you know getting to 10 wins under first year with Gus Malzahn coming off a six and four season that's pretty good so go off UCF Houston at UConn yeah um more none uh this is not gonna be 2015 yeah 2015 when UConn randomly upset them it's not gonna happen T- Houston wins by a lot Navy at Temple Navy is one and nine um but they're, they're still better than Temple, honestly. Um, this is not going to be a fun game to watch, but I think Navy goes on the road and wins here. Cincinnati at ECU. This is the last thing they need to do before getting a real playoff shot. So give me Cincinnati here. Tulane at Memphis. Tulane blew Memphis out the water last year. It's not going to happen this year. I think Memphis wins here by a solid margin and gets to 10 wins. Tulsa at SMU. Yeah same deal is going to happen tulsa and tulane have had a very similar seasons it's weird um smu is ready to seal their shot at the american championship and another shot at cincinnati's head and they knock off tulsa here and knock tulsa from american runner-ups to five and seven then week 15 so technically the week after the american championship and i'm covering this first you have army at navy Army was amazing last year. They were 9-3. and Their only losses were Tulane somehow, West Virginia, which was amaz- a very good team, and Cincinnati. Um, Navy was not very good. I mean, Navy, I think, had three. Yeah, they were 3-7. and They beat Tulane, Temple, and East Carolina and lost to literally everyone else. So I think Army wins here. So moving on to the final standings, there's no divisions in here, so they just take the top two seeds. So in last place, you have South Florida sitting at 1-11 and 0-8 in conference play. Then in 10th, Temple at 2-10 and 1-7. And and Navy in 9th at 2-10 and 1-7. And and Tulsa at 5-7 and 3-5. And and in 7th place, Tulane at 5-7 and 3-5. And and 6th place, a surprise team. East Carolina at 7-5, 4-4. 5th place, Houston at 8-4, 5-3. Memphis in fourth at ten and two and six and two, UCF in third at ten and three and six and two, SMU at ten and two and seven and one, and Cincinnati at twelve and zero and eight and zero. They have another shot at SMU. I don't think that you know beating a team twice in one year is hard. I don't think that kicks in. Cincinnati wins here. Um, they lock SMU down completely again and send SMU pack in and shoot themselves into a serious playoff conversation. I really hope they make it, just because I want a group of five team in. So, yeah, um, that is my American Picks. Um, I'm going to drop this immediately. I'm recording this Wednesday, and I need to get episodes out. So, yeah, um, with that, I am your host, Jeffrey Calhoun, recording, as always, from the Center of College Football, signing out.